Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. I know what makes a good coach. Noelle and I are going to tell you in this episode. Noelle, good morning. Good morning. Was that a little uh, too much pressure on us? Well, uh, you know, I don't even know. So, ha. All right. So we're talking about what makes a good coach and I've been using and a lot. It's a really good segue. Um, what is good and what is bad is incredibly subjective. Yeah. And yeah. when we apply labels like that to ourselves and others, uh, it creates otherness. And, you know, inherently in coaching and within our organization, we believe that every single person is capable of learning and changing and growing. So there is no good and bad. It's just one big continuum. Yeah. And maybe it's what makes it an effective coach. Uh, Yeah. I don't like the word good and bad. Uh, It's subjective. It's like saying what makes a good song, (laughs) you know? Right. I mean, fish makes a good song. Let's be real. Right. Which, which I totally, (laughs) which I totally disagree with. (laughs) Exactly. So, so here we go. But, but one of the things that we can agree on is that coaching is a scientific discipline. Mm -hmm. Coaching is a field that is governed by globally recognized standards. And if we're measuring ourselves on a continuum of the standards of our fields, we know what we have to rise to as coaches. And so what we can do is take the ICF, the International Coaching Federation's core standards and say, okay, you know, this is what we can all aspire to as quote unquote, good coaches. I prefer masterful coaches, but we'll roll with it. Okay. And so the first um, piece is uh, having an ethical practice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ethics is part of the very foundation of coaching. And this is a piece that takes place in coach training. This is why coach training is important because there's all sorts of stuff that goes into an ethical practice that if you are not trained, you would have no idea. Like laws around confidentiality, the Mm -hmm. way that contracts are set up, integrity and honesty in interactions with clients, um, using language appropriately and respectfully, confidentiality, stakeholder agreements. These are all of the things that go into coaching mastery. If If you want to rise to excellence at the top of your field, this is the piece you need to collect. Yeah, also referring people out if you don't believe that you can help them or if what they need is therapy. Yes, absolutely. That all goes into an ethical practice. And, and as you go through coach training, one of the things that you learn is really how to let go of ego Mm -hmm. at every step of the way. And for me, when we release ego and we turn our dial to providing space to be a conduit for someone else's growth, it's really easy to attach to ethical practice. Here's uh, another one uh, that makes a quote unquote good coach. And uh, this is someone who embodies a coaching mindset. So embodying a coaching mindset 
is really exciting to me. It's one of the new competencies that the ICF put out in 2020. And I was stoked to see that this is a global standard because it has a lot to do with intersectionality. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a lot to do with being aware that you might not understand somebody else's culture, the context of their life, what they're going through. And again, you know, checking your ego, your own assumption of rightness at the door and really hanging with your client in a way where you're embodying self-regulation develops and maintains a mindset that is open, curious, flexible, and client-centered. Uh, this is such a powerful sentence, Skids. I work with a lot of people in relationships, and this is also um, the mindset for <laughs> relationships, for love. You are so right. I've been working uh, with a couple clients through dating for the first time after divorce. Mm -hmm. And this is the way we have to assume that every other human out there has this whole world inside them that we know nothing about. And getting curious about that world is the way in, not only from an ethical perspective, but from a respectful perspective. Yeah. And, and what this looks like is uh, you're acknowledging that clients are responsible for their own choices. You're engaging um, in ongoing learning and development as a coach. So that means that you're always feeding your brain and, 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 and learning how to be um, better. You don't think that um, just because you graduated uh, from a, a coaching school that you are done. Uh, what else develops an ongoing reflective practice to enhance one's coaching? Yep. And I'd say, you know, just like any relationship, making sure that you are taking care of yourself so mm -hmm. that you can show up, yeah. whether that's a session or, you know, a moment or a podcast, um, your presence matters. Live the way that you are helping other people live or, tr or at least try to, you know, with that intention. Yes, yes, yes. And then this leads into... Another really important point about coaching mastery, coaching excellence, and I think it's something that is often overlooked because a lot of people just see the marketing part of coaching. Right. Let me show myself. Let me show you what I can do. Let me show you, you know, all the things. And it's the fact that coaching itself is a relationship with another human. Mm. So explain that. Yeah. So co-creating a relationship with your client, whether right. your client is a person, a couple, a group of people, an organization, or a community, you are co-creating a relationship with other living entities. And there is a lot of work that goes into that. There's a lot of humility that goes into that. And there's a lot of um, accountability that goes into that. So when we're looking at this, you know, the first one is around establishing and maintaining your agreements. And that basically means that you do what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Right. The, um, the contract, right. The agreement. Yeah. The promise. The contract, the agreement, um, sending articles, sending introductions, um, providing feedback, showing up on time, mm -hmm. honoring, you know, the pace of your client's learning, all of this goes into the agreement. And even when you're in session, sometimes coaches will go into a session with an agenda for their client. And I cannot state enough that that's backwards. 
the client needs to set the agenda, even if it's completely unexpected. We go where the client needs to go. It's not our life. Yes. The next one is cultivating trust and safety. And this is foundational. This is uh, the soil. It is. And so, you know, how do we do this? John, in your life, what have been the ingredients of the relationships that have given you the most trust and safety? Um, Relatability, uh, a safe space, uh, feeling heard, um, someone who, you know, shows herself but is also human that that makes me trust them yeah yeah and i love that it was a her um Mm. so yeah so this is what we do for our clients and as a coach this is something that doesn't come naturally necessarily we get good at it over time Mm -hmm. and a big part of this because humans are so diverse and we come from such different backgrounds and you know you might meet someone on the street and they may have different cues or clues as to how they are but we never really know or really understand someone within the context of their life until we take the time to listen and ask questions hmm. from a non-judgmental perspective what about maintaining presence Well, this is our job, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you're in session with the client, your job is to be there in session with the client. So this is just like, this is coaching 101. Mm -hmm. Um, This means that you're not scrolling through your phone. You're not typing on your computer. You're not looking out the window. You're not driving. You're, you know, you're not doing what anything else, but being with that client. And I have to say that I think folks think that this is easy. It's actually really hard. And there's a lot that can get in the way. Um, John, what's gotten in the way for you before you were able to really build this muscle? Uh, Well, I've just, you know, I'm a spaz. My brain is always uh, juggling and spinning plates. So uh, just maintaining presence is actually really hard for me. And, and, And if you're listening to this and you think that because of Zoom and the way that we coach now uh, via, you know, um, uh, cameras that you can glance at your phone or text someone, then the other person is not going to know. Um, that's not true. But also, even if they don't know, um, how are you going to feel about your, your yourself as a coach if you're, you know, not being present in that way? Yeah. So something that happened um, to me often, and I remember it really profoundly because I got divorced right when I was starting my coaching career. And so, you know, my love, my life was an objectively a complete dumpster fire. And, um, I had a lot of really big feelings. I had a lot of really big emotions. I had things that were really valid that were causing me to cry, you know, uncontrollably at a moment's notice. And I remember sitting there in some of those early sessions and, and shit from my own life that had nothing to do with the client or the topic at hand would show up and start Mm. tap dancing around. And I had to learn uh, how to build that muscle to block it out. It's almost like in the moment, giving yourself permission to get to it later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the last two, uh, uh, active listening and, uh, and, and evoking awareness in, uh, ourselves and others. Yeah. 
And so this comes down to the broad category of communicating and, you know, coaching is a communication methodology. That's what we're doing as coaches. We are listening. We are asking questions. We are helping others drive awareness for themselves, for others, and, you know, taking the time to really listen, really tune in, show it with your body language, show it with your eyes, show it with your words. Um, that is a powerful way to show up. Yeah. So these are all the ways that uh, we believe um, these are things that make a quote unquote good coach. And, and well, and I don't like uh, the word good. <laughs> There, you know, there's also uh, uh, the X factor, you know, the, the, that special something, uh, you call it the secret sauce. There, there's that X factor, and we all have it because we're all unique, um, that we bring to the table that makes that coach unique and different and exceptional in that way. Absolutely. And, and your special sauce will overlay all of these beautiful standards and yeah. come together in this, in this great and unique product that only you can deliver. Um, so, you know, as we go along the way, celebrate each milestone that you gain, celebrate your success, celebrate when you're able to put your own thoughts aside and really focus. That's a big deal. That's coaching mastery. You're doing your job and we're proud of you. Yeah, and if you wanna go deeper with uh, this topic or any topic under the umbrella of coaching, check out Journey Coaching. Um, this is all the stuff that you know we talk about and process and uh, help you accomplish. Woohoo! Yeah, thank you for listening, be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's jrni.co slash everything.